Hello, everybody, and welcome to Puzzling, a true crime podcast. My name is Bailey. My name is Tiffany. And we're your hosts. Um, This is our second time recording this episode. (laughs) Uh, The first time we recorded it, we were both pretty drunk. Yeah, we were buzzing, and we didn't... We made sure the audio was working, but we didn't test it out to see how it sounded, so... We're just slightly stupid. Yes. (laughs) Basically. Um, but our goal with this podcast is to bring attention to some of the lesser known cases that, um, you know, true crime enthusiasts would find interesting. Um, we're also going to cover some bigger cases, but our main goal about this entire podcast is to kind of, you know, bring light to some cases that many people may not know about. Um, we're also going to discuss some things that are very puzzling to us, hence our name. Um, another aspect is, um... Eventually, we're going to start doing puzzles <laughs> during the podcast. <laughs> once we once we get it down, yeah. we got we to practice a little bit first. It might be a little hard, but we, uh, we'll we do puzzles either on the side or while. I don't know. We we'll love see. puzzles. We love puzzles. So if you have any good puzzle websites, let me know. Bailey also got me the best puzzle ever for uh, Christmas that we have that not one. started. Once we move into the new house, we're going to do that. Oh, yeah. Yes. When we have our own studio, yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Um, so we're going to start off with a little bit of background. Um, we're oh, going to try on. before what? we start. Um, if sorry. our audio still doesn't sound great, we're sorry. We're in Bailey's like big living room right now. Um, it's like a loft. It's yeah. Like a, yeah. But she has a loft. Oh, oh, hold on. She Missed. has a loft upstairs and it like the living room opens up to that loft. So it's like a big space, but we are going to try to get a studio put together within the next month or so so hopefully our audio will be yeah better Once we move. if i mean i don't know what it sounds like exactly right now but basically the house that my boyfriend and i live in right now like we have to be out of it in like five weeks six weeks so which is such a bummer yeah i love this house <laughs> yeah we all um, do we're gonna start off with a little background we're gonna try and keep um our intros to you know less than 10 minutes every episode um we're people that like to tangent (laughs) so (laughs) we're trying to save that for during the podcast but we're not going to make it so that you lose your place in the podcast um basically i'm gonna start off with myself uh my name is bailey i am 23 years old and i am originally from the pocono mountains in pennsylvania um i loved growing up there and it's you know i think i had one of the best childhoods that i could have asked for um I first found an interest with true crime from my mom, actually. My mom loves Criminal Minds. Kate. (laughs) We love Kate. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. We love you. (laughs) Um, I have a really big interest. Criminal Minds was kind of like the first start because like once I learned that like some of the Criminal Minds episodes are based off of like true. You showed me Criminal Minds, right? Yes, I did. Because. How did you not watch Criminal Minds, dude? Because I like. I watch, like, true documentaries, like, Forensic Files and stuff like that. Like, I didn't okay, I didn't have like, an interest in a recreation type of show. Oh, but, I mean, it's good. It is good. Criminal Minds is so good. It's I like, agree. we. my mom and I used to binge watch it, especially during COVID. <laughs> Me oh and my, my mom watched uh, Desperate Housewives, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jody. <laughs> um, so, I first found my interest in true crime through Criminal Minds, and then uh, my mom and I 
both just kind of had an interest in that type of deal. My mom is more into, like, paranormal stuff, which, like, I don't fuck with. Like, Oh, we like, also I've... would watch a lot of Ghost Hunters together. Yes. And then once Ghost Adventures, like, we, once we found that, we would watch that together, too. Yes. My mom. Ghost Hunters was – I would not watch Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures without my mom because I was scared. Oh, I would. No. <laughs> I used to, like, nope. fall asleep to it. Um, Yeah. So I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Love Criminal Minds. Spencer Reed. Spencer Reed. I don't even know who that is. Spencer Reed. Oh my God, he's like the best character. Okay, I'll take yeah. your I'll take yes. your word on it. You, when you go home, watch an episode of Criminal Minds. It'll okay, change your mind. I just restarted <laughs> Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Oh, you haven't on seen Netflix? it yet, have you? No, I have. I, I couldn't get into it. Ah. Yeah. Okay, it does actually take a few episodes. Yeah. But it's really good. And when I'm like, I run out of other things to watch, I will watch it. No. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And I'm just like patiently, not so patiently waiting for their third season to come out, but no. it's fine. But, okay, so more about me. Yes. <laughs> Talk about you. Um, I'm 23 from Pennsylvania. Love Criminal Minds. Um, I grew up snowboarding and that has brought me to where I currently live, which is in Northern California. Um, I actually live in Lake Tahoe and so does Tiffany, obviously. Um, I've lived here for about two years and I don't think I'm ever going to leave. <laughs> you can't. I'm not. I'm stuck here. You're stuck here. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not stuck here. I want to be here. <laughs> but you're stuck here. Yeah. You can't leave. Okay. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, I am very big into snowboarding. Um, I just got into mountain biking last year. So that's something that my boyfriend, John and I like to do. Um, speaking of John, my boyfriend's name is John and he is 22. They're also high school sweethearts. We are. And they've been together for five years. Yes. We've been together five years. Uh, our anniversary is February 1st. So, um, we just celebrated five years and, uh, we both moved out here together and, you know, we just, we hang out all the time and he is part of the reason that I'm friends with Tiffany actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. That worked out. (laughs) I benefited greatly from that. <laughs> Obviously. So. And now you have a cute cat. Yes. Um, mm. I also have a cute cat. Um, his name is Chunk. And he's he's actually a dog. Yes. He's um, a cat dog. He's he's cat like a dog. dog in a cat's body. He plays fetch. Yes. And it's really cute. Yeah. So if any anybody out there has those spiral hair ties, um, you know what I'm talking about. But they... He is obsessed with them, and, like, he will literally chew my hair in order to get it out of my hair. So he's obsessed with those. I and love play him. Fetch. Yes, he's perfect. He's the best cat. Like, John and I are not cat people, and then this came up, you know, like, an opportunity to adopt a cat from one of our friends, and we were just kind of like, yeah, like, you know, like, fuck it, like, we'll take a cat. And he is literally the best cat ever. He really is. And I have four cats, and I still kind of think Chunk is the best cat. Don't tell my cats. Yeah. But he's great. Zeus, Maya, Rex, Capone. Yeah. My babies. We love you. (laughs) Capone. (laughs) Capone. Oh, the best boy. Okay, enough about me, Tiffany. Okay. I am 25. Almost 26. Terrifying. Um, I grew up in Colorado. Wait, 26 is my favorite number, though, so. Oh, I don't like even numbers. Really? Yeah. 26. 26 is good. Um, well, it better be good, because I'm almost 26. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 25. I grew up in Colorado, and I moved out to Reno when I was 17, started my senior year in Reno, and lived there for 
seven years, I believe. And then I met Alex, which is my boyfriend, and he was living up here in Lake Tahoe, and we hit it off instantly, and I knew, I'm not engaged yet, you guys, but I knew from our first date that I was going to marry this man. And so about 10 months or so went by, we moved pretty quick, but um, I moved to Lake Tahoe to be with him, and here I am. Literally two days, like literally, (laughs) it wasn't... It wasn't two days, but, like, pretty much the second time I ever hung out with Tiffany, I um, offered to help to go to Reno and, like, help her move, and I did. <laughs> like, we met for, like, we met at the gym for, like, we five minutes. We met at the minutes. gym, and Bailey thought I was a bitch. No, I didn't. Bailey thought I was a bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. It's not you, my fault. You still have an RBF. It's not. It's just my face, you guys. I'm really... I'm really nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then we met at our boyfriend's boss's like little get together again. And she was like, oh, you're moving up here. I can, I can help you move. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I didn't really think much of it. And then before we left, she was like, I'm serious. If you need someone to help me, help you move, like I will help you. And I was like, okay. So we exchanged numbers and my social anxiety was like, don't text her but I was like I need friends up here I don't have any friends except for Sarah who is also our assistant because she's an our angel. unpaid assistant our unpaid assistant I wish she could be here for this one. I know the I first time today. we recorded she was here and like it was like perfect Sarah the assistant yes Sarah is the perfect assistant yes she, she's not paid currently but it, she's eventually great. when we get a patreon <laughs> yeah Subscribe to our Patreon so you can pay Sarah. <laughs> when we get it. <laughs> Don't try to look for us right now. Um, but, yeah, she, I knew Sarah, but we weren't, like, really close. I hadn't even hung out with her a second time. Um, but I was like, I need more friends. So I just bit the bullet and texted Bailey and was like, so if you want to come stay at my house with me and help me move everything up, like, we can go hit Reno, like, hit the town. And, and I've never she been did. to Reno, so, like, it was, like, a good... Like, that was my first time ever going to Reno, besides, like, driving through when I first moved here. And then we only went into one bar. We were pretty lame that night, but... We were kind of lame. Yeah. It's okay. We had to drive. Yeah. And we went to uh, the bar where me and Alex first met. We sat at the table where they first met. We did. And So weird, because, like, I know Alex from my hometown. So, like, (laughs) Tiffany was like, oh, yeah, like, this is where I first met Alex. And I'm like... (laughs) I was like, this is the table we sat in. I was like, I met Alex when I was 14. (laughs) I wanted to. When you I were a baby. I went into the ski shop, and he was the manager. <laughs> uh, how things haven't changed. Um, <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So I just moved up here about a year and a half ago or so, right after Bailey moved here, and we just became instant friends. And here we are, starting a podcast together. I've loved true crime. I couldn't even tell you since when. Yeah. Like, I, I can't tell you the first instance that I was like, I feel like I that's part of this. the reason that, like, we, like, first bonded. Because, like, when I was like, oh, yeah, like, I listened to Crime Junkie, you were like, oh, my God, you like true crime. There's, like, and you, so many. You introduced me to, like, Time Suck. I introduced you to Murder With My Husband, which is I my current do favorite. do really like Murder With My Husband. Yeah. Peyton and Garrett, if you listen to this. We love, love you. you. Love you long time. We also <laughs> love you, Dan Cummins. And yes. you know what? I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, we love all of you. <laughs> yes, seriously. But I would say that Murder With My Husband is, like, my current favorite. I just kind of dig it. Yeah. We're going to find our own version of, like, Garrett's 10 Seconds. Well, one of these days, our boyfriends are going to be forced to be on the podcast. Yes. 
Yes. And they're, we're going to have a special episode eventually. Yes. Where both of our boyfriends who have like probably a negative interest in true crime yeah. and have no interest in like what we're doing. I mean, I'm going to have to force Alex to listen to the episode. He's yeah. not even going to like willingly do it on his own, but that's okay. We're going to get them on and Alex is probably just going to sit there and say, wow. Oh, oh, Misty, you ready to go? <laughs> wow, bud. <laughs> also, Misty is our dog. Yes. You forgot about the most important part. Well, we mentioned my cats already, and I wasn't going to butt my dog into that, too. But we have, me and Alex have the cutest dog ever. And you can't fight me on that because it's true. And she's also the Honestly, sweetest. Honestly, like, I do have to agree. Yeah. Misty, okay. So, Misty is the first dog that is that I have not owned that has loved me like I own her. Like, oh, she's yeah. obsessed with me. Auntie Bailey is her uh, third favorite person. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with actually. I would say second because really. Well, me and Alex, I think tie for first. Okay, all right. I'll accept second. So I think you're second. I'll take a silver. That's fine. Uncle Tyler used to be Uncle Ty. Uncle Ty used to be (laughs) her favorite, and then he left her for months, and now she's like, nah, Auntie Bailey. Yeah, Misty literally. So Alex, Tiffany's boyfriend, used to be able to take Misty to work, but um. Whoever wrote a Yelp review about dogs barking in the shop? <sighs> yeah. F you. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, if you ever listen to this, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to know what we're talking about, so it's fine. <laughs> if anybody wants to go write a review and say that they only bought stuff because of the dog, I mean, by all means, go ahead. <laughs> but, no, uh, Alex had Misty up in the shop with him while he was doing, like, waxes and stuff. And I was at BevMo and this liquor store that's, like, right next to their shop, and I walked out into the parking lot and I hear like nails clicking on the pavement and I look and Misty's just like darting full speed at me. She had like seen me from up in the shop and literally sprinted down through the shop to come say hi to me. And like that was the moment I was like, oh my God, Misty loves me. Yeah. Like she, I mean, she doesn't do that for just anyone. She literally recognized Bailey and was like, Auntie Bailey's here. Yeah. She's here to just to see me. Yes. No. (laughs) That's exactly where I went. You didn't need any alcohol. You just needed to see Misty. No. (laughs) Just you, Misty Moo. Yeah, she's pretty cute. But, okay. I think that's enough about us. Um, I think so. We're doing really good. We're doing really good. It's it's not 30 minutes? No. (laughs) (laughs) The last time we recorded this, we were both pretty buzzed. I was drunk. Tiffany was buzzed. And we had Sarah here. And we had Sarah. So that was an Sarah the assistant. Also... Just for everyone to know, um, Sarah has a baby, and she's the cutest thing in the entire Avery world. Avery Denise. Yes, baby Avery, and she is um, our baby assistant. Yes. So once she's, like, three and could get us beers, um, she's going to be... Yeah, she's going to be getting when our... she can cheers us. Oh, my gosh. That's a, oh, we, like, the, Ari? Oh, like Ari. Stop it. Oh, my God. My uh, friend Hunter has a daughter named Ari, and she's three... She and chooses we were, people. Yeah, we were here, and she, Bailey got her this little cactus cup with a straw, and I was drinking a beer, and she just runs right over to me and just clinks my beer with her little cactus cup and says, cheers! And it was the cutest thing we've ever seen in our yeah. entire lives. It made me want a baby instantly. It, yeah, seriously, my ovaries hurt after that. <laughs> but I still don't have one, and I don't plan on having one anytime soon, so sorry. So, Okay. So we're going to get into this week's episode. Um, Basically, our format for these podcasts are 
Tiffany and I are going to each share an episode or each share a story each episode. So this week, Tiffany's going to share a story and next week I will. Um, occasionally we'll both share a story, uh, but I think for now that's going to be the best kind of format for yeah, us. Yeah, if we find something that like we really want to get out there, but there's not a ton of information on it, we'll probably just do both of us in one episode so it's not yeah. like a 20 minute episode yeah so well first thing i want to bring attention to is the naomi irion 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 yeah irion case um if for those of you who don't know i feel like it's gotten pretty big um even like people magazine co- covered it i saw online um i'm not going to go into too much detail but she was recently i think it was on the 20th right she was abducted on the 12th 12th yes i just listened to a going west podcast about this oh did you yeah oh dang it (laughs) oh yeah the 12th right there um so she was abducted from a walmart parking lot she so in reno we have um like a ton of we have tesla and panasonic and we have a ton of like big warehouses and stuff out right outside of reno and she was in fernley going to work she stopped at walmart and she was about to take the shuttle to work and she was abducted and um she unfortunately has been found uh she was shot in the head and the chest and i believe she was um sexually assaulted as well yeah and the suspect was apprehended before they found her body um, his name is Troy Driver. He got into the driver's seat of her car and abducted her that way, which is just Ugh. literally my worst nightmare. Yeah. Like, my number one worst nightmare. It was, nightmare. like, 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah um, I think it was 5. Doesn't matter. It was before 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, unfortunately, her body was found, and what like breaks my heart about it is that she was um she moved here from south africa to like create a better life for herself and then there's like a whole backstory on this like we're gonna do a whole episode yeah i want to go into more detail i'm just not gonna do that this case um she was only this is just like a local a local thing for us like fernley is less than an hour from where we are no, it's about and... an hour and a half oh really it's um yeah okay. you have to go through... i'm wrong don't listen to me you have to go through reno and then east okay yeah yeah but so it's, it's not half. far and like she worked in reno in sparks area really is where the panasonic is it's i don't know what the like it's considered like their address is but yeah. it's um it's it's east of reno too yeah but so... it's not far at all but like no this is just kind of Something that's happened locally that yeah, um, it's been like in our local. It's kind of scary and stuff. too, because like, you know, that could have happened to any of us. Honestly, like, he was searching in that Walmart because like Fernley's a small town. Like Fernley's yeah. super small. I mean, it's and, growing, but yes, it's small. And um, he was basically like looking for someone. Like it's. Oh, yeah, it's he had disgusting. no motive. He had no idea. Like he's never met her before or anything. And yeah, it's it's horrendous. Um. But also, I don't know if you know about this, but in Reno, a couple years ago, probably like, I don't know, 2016-ish maybe, there was um, people like in the Walmart parking lots and vans and stuff, like stalking women that would come out of the Walmarts. 
it was very it was like all over town it was everywhere yes it was really scary dude when i lived at home my mom would not let me go to like a certain walmart because there was two walmarts that were both like about 25 minutes away like i lived in the middle of nowhere and i could go to either one and there was a certain one that she like if i was like i need to go to walmart for something she's like do not go right now like don't go to that walmart right now oh i get it there's one in in reno too the one right off of um right by the gsr don't mm. don't ever go to that Walmart. At least alone. <laughs> no. I wouldn't. Where do we go? We went there to buy masks for GSR. <laughs> oh. That's the worst Walmart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the sketchy like right next town. to it. Mm-hmm. Directly next to it, yeah. Damn. But um so we just want to give a little update on the Naomi Irion case. Um that case is super sad and we're probably going to do a full episode on it, but um it's kind of all coming to like fruition right now is like they're kind of getting down, like, what happened, why it happened, when it happened, how it happened. Yeah. Um. So once we have, like, the full details, we'll probably do a full episode on it. Yeah, um, I would definitely like to. But Tiffany actually has a case from her hometown. Oh, don't call it my hometown. It's I'm not. Hometown. I'm not claiming it. Okay, <laughs> Listen, so. We might have people right. that are listening from Pueblo, so. We do. Some Pueblo. <laughs> Whatever. Pueblo. 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 <laughs> Oh, wait. Tiffany um, makes fun of the way I say Pueblo. But it's like, I was raised on the East Coast. Like, we say, like, Pueblo. It's okay. I will make fun of you for Pueblo all you want because Bailey makes fun of me for my lisp. Um, we should talk about that. <laughs> Tiffany has a lisp. <laughs> if you haven't noticed already, I have a lisp. and It comes out more when she drinks, which we are drinking. <laughs> and I will probably be drinking every time we record. So I'm so sorry. Um, I was actually, remember how I was telling you about my coworker that was, like, helping me figure out, like, sound stuff and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I told him that I was worried about how my lisp would sound, and he was like, you have a lisp? Yeah, some people don't notice Yeah, it. he was like, I never even noticed it. And then I kept talking, he was like, okay, well, now I notice it that you mention it, but <laughs> I was like, well, no, if it I sounds right away. terrible, like, don't judge us I on think that. we got to the point in our friendship and I was like, Tiffany's going to be like my best friend when I made fun of your lisp and you literally laughed. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't bother me. You guys can make fun of it all you make want. Make fun of Tiffany's lisp, please. I really don't care. Best comment gets a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest lisp diss. Lisp? Oh, lisp diss. That's oh, a hard that's way to hard. say. Yeah. <laughs> lisp diss. Lisp diss. It's hard for me to say and I even have a lisp. <laughs> yeah. Lisp diss. Yeah. You'll get a little prize. So what's the prize? <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. We got we got time. This is our first episode. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna get into our first case right now. Uh Tiffany is doing the case for this week. So take it away, Tiff. All right. Um, this is not my hometown, but it kind of is. <laughs> it's her hometown. <laughs> okay, so on March 29th, 2009, Ashley Kate Patterson was out searching for rocks. She loved searching for rocks um it was her favorite hobby she collected them she wanted to find the prettiest ones you know every all that good stuff this is pueblo right we're getting there pueblo <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry she left the house around 1 p.m to go out on her little mission and her mother expected her home to be home by three when ashley failed to arrive home at three her mother grew concerned and called the pueblo there you go uh, now we know where we're at. <laughs> the Pueblo Police Department to report her daughter missing. And if you are listening to this, chances are you enjoy true crime. 
And chances are you also probably know that when you report someone missing right away like that, um, cops don't usually take it seriously. Unless it's like a tiny child. Yeah. Um, Well... Honestly, as- like, I feel like part of it depends on, like, where you live, too, which is really well, sad. We live in Pueblo. Yeah. So. <laughs> Pueblo's not the best town. Um, I will commend the Pueblo Police Department because, especially for being Pueblo, I'm sorry, I just have nothing but bad things to say about Pueblo. <laughs> but Listen, she's speaking from experience. Like, she's yeah, lived there. I lived there for seven years. We're not trying to hate, but, like... I still love my friends from there that still live there. Love them to death, but I won't go back. Um, So, the Pueblo Police Department really, like, did their due diligence, and she called right around 3 to say, my daughter didn't come home. She was supposed to be home at 3. You know, I assume there's nothing in the in my uh, source material about, like, what she said to the cops, but I assume she probably, you know, said this is out of the norm. She's missing. I don't know where she is. Um, well, the police department brought, brought search dogs out, and they ended up finding Ashley within an hour of her mom calling. Yeah, so, um... That's, like, terrifying. Well... That, like... Like, God forbid, if I have a child and, like, I report them missing and then, like... You know, like, if you report a kid missing, like, there's been lots of times where, like, people have reported their kids missing where they're, like... They're just at their friend's house or, like, they're, you know, out doing something and they just haven't answered their their parent but yeah and ashley was 14 so it would have been very easy for the cops to just say oh she's 14 like she'll come home soon or she just ran away or she's probably just at a friend's house but they actually like within an hour like that's almost terrifying it's very terrifying but i'm very happy that they took it so seriously i just i wish that it was a better outcome um they did find her body. Um, okay, so I, I found two conflicting sources. One of them said that she was 100 yards away, and one of them said she was 200 yards We're away. We're also going to link all of our sources in yeah, our description. Yeah, they'll be in our show notes, yeah. yeah. Um, she was one or 200 yards away, depending on the source, from her home on East Clarion Drive in Pueblo West, Colorado. She was found be- between a set of tire tracks... Uh, three of the tires, the treads, had matching treads, um, but one of them didn't match. So, according to the Denver Post, her body was partially nude and stuffed into a trash bag with her calves and feet showing at the bottom. There was also a second trash bag around her head. Uh, her hands were zip-tied behind her back and her autopsy showed signs of asphyxiation as well as signs of sexual assault. And, okay, so the tire tracks brought them directly to a house. And a suspect was taken into custody less than 24 hours after she had been killed. Um, He made it extremely easy for police to find him because he's so dumb. (laughs) He's so dumb. Um, The abnormal set of tire tracks... Wait, 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 wait. He literally drove, like, back to his house? Yeah, just... And just left tire tracks? Yes. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, we'll get into it. Okay. Um, so the tire tracks led right to the home of 64-year-old Paul Wayne Stark, who was a trusted neighbor of Ashley's. Wait, wait, wait. Paul Wayne Stark? Yeah. That's a fucking Marvel name. He, like, he, do you watch Marvel movies? No. <sighs> and would be so disappointed in me. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> okay. Well, Stark got... is like Iron Man's last name. Wayne. I know. I mean, Wayne's well, DC. That's like. Okay, like that's Batman. different. That's Batman. But I Paul mean, Wayne Stark, like, if I heard Is that there name... a Marvel or a DC character with the name Paul? I don't know. There could okay. be. Maybe we I should look be... it up. Mm. We'll look it up another time. It's fine. Don't tweet us. Uh, <laughs> we we'll figure Twitter? it out. Do we have a Twitter? We have a Twitter. Oh, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah the assistant. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we love Sorry. her. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a very trusted neighbor of Ashley's. Um, after he, after they followed the tire tracks back to his house, um, he was questioned by police, and he still had blood on his clothing, and the oh tires God. of his 1985 Ford pickup truck that was in the driveway matched the tire treads left at the scene of the crime. There was also a car dealership called Zabukovic, Zabukovic Motors near the crime scene that had surveillance cameras pointing to where Stark had dumped her body. Um, it shows Stark getting stuck in the mud and walking home to retrieve a board to place under his tires to help get him out. So he got stuck. So, his, you know, his wheels were spinning. He walks to his house because it's so close. He dumped her so close. And then just walks back with, like, a board to help get him unstuck. And then, obviously, it was muddy, so the tire tracks just went right back to his house. Um, after, they ap- after the authorities apprehended Stark, they received a search warrant, and his home was searched for further e- evidence. And Is Aaron- he, like, married? Like, does he have a wife? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that, too. Um, an earring and a shoe that belonged to Ashley was found inside his home as well as blood and hair strands on his sheets that matched Ashley's. Oh, my God. I know. I know. It's horrendous. I know. Um, after searching the recently dumped trash um, from his house, police found Ashley's glasses, her other shoe, and identical zip ties in his trash that matched the ones that were wrapped around her hands. Oh, my God. Uh, we... This is so heartbreaking. We know that the shoes belong to her because her poor mother had to identify them and she confirmed that they were the same shoes that she had left the house in that day when she went out to search for rocks. That is really the sad. most innocent thing anyone could be doing, yeah. searching for rocks. Um, so Ashley was 14 years old. She was born on December 22nd, 1994, and, um, as I said at the beginning, she was murdered on March 29th, 2009. So we just recently passed the 13 year anniversary of her death and still, it really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> still really sucks. Um, so Stark had a 12-year-old grandson that Ashley was known to play with at his home. So, like, she would go over to this guy's house and play with, her, play with his uh, grandson. So he was trusted by Ashley, 
and her mom. So it's not like he was like the neighborhood creeper. Like, no, he had a grandkid that was yeah. like, the same age. Yeah, and um, I didn't find this in any source materials, but I don't know if it was just a rumor circulating in my school or if it's really what happened or what. But um, I did hear, like I said, this is speculation, but I I think that maybe he used his grandson as a ploy to get her into his home. I know. Which is just, I mean, we don't know the grandson's name, thankfully. Yeah. Because he should never be pulled into any of this. Um, But I can't imagine how hard that is on him, if that is true. It's really, yeah, really sucky. Um, so, yeah, he was, he was no stranger to her. Well, after police had obviously found all of the evidence that linked him to her murder... Uh, He was charged with first-degree murder, child abuse causing death, and sexual assault on a child, according to the Pueblo Chieftain. Stark showed up to court with a walker and an oxygen tank, and his public defender, Stu Reynolds, opened with the following statement. The police and prosecution are trying to tell you that when Paul Stark woke up, and he woke up just before noon, that he completely split from his habit and his routine that he's had for so many years and sexually assaulted and murdered Ashley Patterson, and within a time span of 30 minutes to an hour, then went back to piddling around, checking his blood glucose levels, taking his oxygen, and working on his birdhouse and his fence. Like, yes, that's exactly what they're saying, because all of the evidence leads to him. Um, Deputy defensive attorney... Bailey, we're going to have to... We're going to have to go ahead and uh, <laughs> edit that. It's fine. Defense attorney. I, I was trying. I said defensive. Defense okay. attorney. <laughs> Deputy defensive attorney Steve Cornetta then laid out to the jury all of the evidence that's been collected. And clearly his statement had a much bigger impact on the jury. Um, so this actually really made me mad. Um, him and his wife, Mary. They're his wife. I don't know how old his kids are. I don't know if he has any other grand grandkids except for the twelve year old. Um, but he is he was still married to Mary, and both of them would claim that Ashley had been opening up mailboxes in the neighborhood, just like looking through. I don't know if she was fit, like actually taking anything or not, but um, it doesn't matter because I don't think I mentioned this already. But Ashley was fourteen, and she was in seventh grade. And when you look at a 14-year-old nowadays, it's like, they don't look 14, yeah. you know? And Ashley was very much still childlike. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's 2009, like... Yeah, but I was 12 in seventh grade. So we were in the same seventh grade class at the same school. So this case is, like, really, like, hits home with me. Um, but I was 12 in seventh grade. She was 14 and I was surprised that she was two years older than me because she's still very much in like the child stage rather than like the teenage stage, you know? So, um, so even if she was opening up mailboxes and kind of looking through people's mail, like that's, that's not an excuse. And I guess, um, they did end up reporting her, but according to his wife, Mary, she actually told him, told Stark that it would be, quote, worth his while, unquote, to not report her. What? Yeah. According to the arrest affidavit, um, affidavit? Affidavit. Affidavit. 
Mary believed that You're Ashley's. Close. <laughs> I was close. I'll get there. Uh, Mary believed that Ashley's comment was a quote sexual innuendo unquote, and the way that Mary was saying this really irked me because it it seems to me like she is giving an excuse for why Paul Stark had sexually assaulted and murdered this poor innocent young girl and i hate that just it makes my blood boil i don't know like there's no excuse no like like i don't care if she was looking into mailboxes and even if she did say it was worth your while to not report me which i doubt she ever said yeah like if you're saying she's if you're saying that like she was like that child like when like i know when i was 14 like i was still a kid like i was raised in an area where like when you're 14, like, you're still a child. Like, there's no excuse. No if, ands, or buts about it. Like, yeah. you're a child. Yeah. It's it's horrendous. Um, And she definitely was... I mean, first of all, she's under 18. Of course, she's, like, a legal child. But she, she wasn't, like, a normal, like, teenager. I mean, she was still in seventh grade. You know, when I... Yeah. I was in high school when I was 14. You know, I started high school. So it's, it's very much, like... It's different. Um, well, after the whole trial and everything, um, on January 20th, 2011, so almost two years after the murder, Stark was found guilty of two counts of first-degree murder, along with felony murder. Do you know what felony murder is? No. Neither did I. Um, me. <laughs> I will. Um, f- so felony murder is murder that happens when someone is committing another felony. So, like, because he kidnapped her, because he sexually assaulted her, those are both felonies, and then he murdered her. So it makes it a felony murder instead of just, like, a first-degree murder. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, He was also charged with child abuse resulting in death, sexual assault on a child in position of trust, because he was a trusted neighbor, Mm -hmm. and attempted sexual assault on a child in position of trust um so the very tiny tiny sliver of like good in this case is one of my source materials mentioned that she was um she had no damage in her like internal vaginal cavity Mm-hmm. Um, it was only on the exterior, which means that she was not, like, fully raped. She was not penetrated by him, mm-hmm. which is good in the sense that, you know, it's not... He didn't... She didn't have to, like... I know, like, I, don't, I, I hesitate to say the word good in this, but um, she didn't have to go through the full experience of a rape. Um, it was... Just like having it's still, any of it, though. Yeah, like, I mean, it's still equally as traumatizing and horrendous, but there's just like a tiny little sliver of silver lining. It still disgusts me. It's like, it's still disgusting. Yeah, especially, about. yeah, she's 14 and this is a trusted 64 year old neighbor of hers. Like, that's the last person yeah. you would ever expect to do anything harmful to you. Um, well, I guess all – so he was convicted. Um, however, all other charges will be dropped because of his felony murder conviction. 
um, because the felony murder will contain a life without parole sentence. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have dropped the rest of the charges. Yeah. But he was in I mean, for, like, he's going to be in prison for life. Yeah, he's but he's like, in for life without He's already 64, parole. which is, like, I mean, how old is he now? It's It's been, you know. Well, he's dead now. Oh. Hmm. oh. Thank God. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, I'm so sorry to his family. I know this is hard for you guys, too, but uh, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> you know? Um. Yeah, so that is the mandatory sentence for a first degree or a felony murder. Um, luckily for Ashley's family, um, I did find an obituary in Pueblo with his name, Paul Wayne Stark. Um, it's the only one that I was able to find in Pueblo, so I can only assume that it's him. I mean, like, the only thing I'm thinking is that, like, if he was in jail, like, there's probably that many, not, like, many obituaries or like remembrances yeah and like i mean this had nothing nothing about his life on it yeah all it said was that he when he was born and when he died like it didn't say how he died it didn't say who he was survived by nothing i don't know if maybe the family kind of wanted to not be involved in that or if I, I don't know the situation of it, but um, there is... I mean, is... like, I would get it, like, if you're, if you're, like, family was a mur- Like, somebody in your family was a murderer, like... You yeah. Might not want, you went, might not want to be tied to that. Would I want to be in my dad's obituary as his survived member if he had sexually assaulted and murdered a child? I, yeah. I don't think so. No. I mean, I love my dad, but, I mean... Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, he, assuming that's him, uh, that means that Paul Wayne Stark did end up dying on May 10th, 2017, which means that he was 73 years old. He lived pretty early. He lived a long life for taking a 14 year old child. Yeah. I mean, he got to live life until he was 73. He only spent nine years in prison. When Ashley only got to live until 14. Yeah. And it's terrible. And I just, I want Ashley's name to be remembered. And I don't want it to be remembered for the unfortunate circumstances of her death. I want it to be remembered for the sweet and caring and loving and rock-obsessed girl that she was. And... Because we were in the, the same school, in the same class, she, so my school let the seventh graders get out of class. We took, like, cycles or turns, I guess, where we would have, like, one group of seventh graders go out during one class, and then we would kind of switch off like that, and we all put together a giant rock garden at our school Aww. dedicated to Ashley. And I love that. I hope it's still there. I think think it is um that was a pueblo west middle school they did change the school's name what is it now it was pikes peak international okay i don't even even know what that means was it still in middle school i have no idea um i think they may have changed it another time since then but i'm not positive it could still be pikes peak international um but the last time i drove by it which was oh my gosh um 
probably like my senior year of high school. It's been yeah. a while, but the rock garden was still there. Okay. So I'm like hoping that it still is because it would be really shitty of them to take it down. You know? I mean, yeah, it's like, I don't know. We still have like memorials for students that died at my school and like from like the 1980s. Yeah. And like my high school. I can't. I mean, maybe from earlier on before I would remember or anything, but there's not another child that I know of that has been, well, not even just murdered, but just, like, has died Yeah. that, you know, that went to that school. So it's really, uh, really awesome that we, we did that for her. Yeah. But um, she's survived by her, her mother, Jennifer, and Jennifer only had one child so and yeah. it was ashley yeah so she does not have any any more children which is just extra heartbreaking um i remember when we went to her funeral they shut down our school yeah which is understandable um and i remember she wanted everyone to wear bright colors because that's what ashley would have wanted and it was the what saddest did you wear? <sighs> well i was 12 i think i had like this I can't remember exactly, but I think I had, like, this green spaghetti strap tank top that I oh wore, God. like, a lime green one. It's, like, very 2009. It was so bad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we, oh, I mean. She would have loved it, though. She would have loved it. She would have loved all the bright colors. And uh, I just want her to be remembered for, like, who she was, which yeah. was an awesome person, you know. Damn. We weren't friends. I didn't have any, like, actual classes with her um you were just in the same grade yeah we were in the same grade we went to I believe we went to the same elementary school but I'm not gonna say that for sure because I have a terrible memory so I can't remember for sure if we did go to the same middle or uh elementary school but we did go to sixth and seventh grade together for sure and I knew who she was we had no classes together that year but you know I still knew her and I still knew that like she was so sweet yeah and I just, uh, it still breaks yeah. my heart to this day. It's really sad. I know. I don't know. So. At least Paul's dead. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I don't want you guys to think that we're, like, rooting for people to die or anything, but, like. Oh, no. I if, want you to believe that I am rooting for anyone as monstrous as this guy that I'm rooting for him to die. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm not sorry. I don't know. I feel actually. like life in prison is a better, like, you have a shitty life. I know. And he only got nine years. That's something he's so mad. Yeah. Like. I mean, when you're, like. My great grandparents lived until they were, like, 95 or something. Yeah. I mean, he could have at least Dude, lived until grandma, then and just suffered. Like, my mom's mom is 89. Wow. Go her. I know. Margaret. 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 Aww. Yeah. Peggy. What a cute name. They call her Peggy. <laughs> Well, that's not even close. I do. Margaret and Peggy are like, like Peggy is the nickname for for Margaret. Since when? Since wait. Always. Although I've never really thought about like what Peggy would be short for. Yeah. Unless they were just named Peggy. No. Like I think of Pegasus, but no, no one names their kid Pegasus. Uh-oh. You know Margaret's my middle name, right? I did know that. Margaret. Bailey Margaret. Bailey Margaret. The cutest. I'm pretty cute. No one knows my middle name. Michelle. As if it's not plastered on my Facebook. <laughs> Tiffany Michelle. <laughs> Tiffany Michelle. But. So, yep, that is my first case. 
my terrible, terrible first case. It's so sad. I'm I so know. sorry. Ashley. We love you. We love you. Even the people that don't know you love you. So. And Jennifer, her mom, we love you too. We love you, Jen. So. Um, that is our first case. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, we only hope to get better and better as time goes on. Um, this is our first episode and we hope to kind of learn from this episode. So if you guys have any critiques, honestly, leave them. But like like, nicely. Like nicely. Because my heart can't take too much mean. It can take (laughs) a, it, it can take enough. Yeah. But not too much. Yeah. So. If anybody has any critiques or anything, we'd honestly love to hear them. Um, it's only going to help us be better. And we really appreciate you guys listening. So, um, And also, um, we... Okay, so for this, for this case in particular, but probably future cases, there was a lot of articles that I was not able to find anymore. Like, they had been archived. I couldn't find them on newspapers.com. Um, so I didn't have a ton of information for it and because we want to do a lot of like lesser known cases that may be an issue in the past or like in the future so bear with us on that and also we hope our intros aren't too long every time unless you guys love our banter then (laughs) then we'll talk (laughs) we'll talk and we'll give it to you um and our audio we're still working on making sure the audio sounds great uh, we did test it out today, and it sounded pretty okay, so I think we're pretty happy with it, but... Once we have an actual studio, it'll yeah, be a lot better, too. and we can definitely make it better, and I know that, so just bear with us. Give us a little while. Yeah. But we're happy that you guys are listening. We're happy that we get to just sit here and talk and have an actual yeah, excuse Yeah, this it. has been a, um, <laughs> a thought in the making for many, many months. Yes. <laughs> I think... Oh, <laughs> My bad. Sorry, guys. Bailey, you have to tighten it. Bailey just knocked down her mic. She's a mess. Um, I think we there first we talked about doing <laughs> No, you didn't it's make broken. it any better. No, it's not. Use two hands. <laughs> <laughs> just tighten. Yeah. There we go. See? All right. There you She's go. all good. Um, I think we first talked about this in, like, September or October or something. Yeah. When Bailey was like, we should start a podcast. And I was like, okay. But... Uh, like, I didn't really take her seriously at first, and then we started talking more about it, and we are like, we really should do this. Yeah. And then our very loving boyfriends bought us our whole setup for Christmas, and... Yeah, that was kind of, like, super nice of them. I know, and now it's been almost four months since we finally figured out how to set Dude, it up I've and had, record. I've had the box full of, like, podcast equipment, like, in my kitchen for, like... Since, like, early January. Yeah. But we finally figured it out, and here we are finally recording, and we're happy. It's uh, now April 7th, so. <laughs> it's been a full four months. I know. It's been rough. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And Yay. we hope you keep listening. We'll get better. I promise. Everyone, <laughs> every, actually, one of my coworkers, I was telling him that when we first recorded, like, the first episode before we had to re-record i was like i don't know how it turns out like we haven't checked it we haven't checked the audio or anything we still have to edit blah blah blah. and he's like it's okay because he listens to morbid okay and uh so do i and he was like if you remember morbid's first episodes like their audio sucked they were in a broom closet and stuff And he's like you'll only get better and i'm like oh 
Thank you. <laughs> That's our plan. Yeah, we're only bound to we're get better. We're hoping to have, like, a dedicated room to do it because, like, right now we don't... <sighs> Tiffany wants to use my closet. I... Well, okay, she has a perfect closet for it. I do have a good closet, like, but we use it as storage right now and, like, we're about to move out, so, like... It'd be a lot to kind it of like be a temporary, okay. but that's okay. I actually, speaking of that, what? I need John's truck. <laughs> you need what? John's truck. Why? John, if you're listening, we need your truck in May. Um, I plan on getting rid of my spare bed. Oh, it's, that's right. Yeah, it's old. Like it needs it needs to go anyway. Um, but for the time being, I want to get rid of that spare bed and make my se- my spare room into a little studio for us. So we have, like, our own dedicated space instead of just... Well, and depending on, like, where John and I move, like, we don't know if we're going to have a roommate or not. And, like, if we do, then um, we still want to get, like, a three-bedroom, but we'll see. Or if we... We will see. Or if we get the house that we hope we get, we'll see about that, too. That's probably not going to happen. I know. Bummer. We were supposed to move in together and have our own podcast studio and our own house together. But I don't know. We'll see. I have a couple houses to show you, actually. Do you? Oh, I yeah, can't wait. I so, I've been looking for you. But we're in an hour right now, so. Oh, that's perfect. I know it is. Um, okay, well, Bailey, do you want to link your socials? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at B-A-I-L-M-C-Q. Um, that is really the only social I have, honestly. <laughs> so, my Instagram. All right. Follow me can, on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at T-I-F-F-E-P-P-X-O. Um, it's Tiff Ep XO. I know my lisp. M- you might be confused with my S's and my F's. <laughs> um, my Twitter is Tiffany Ep. I don't use it ever, but because we have a podcast now, I might start using it. And then you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at at Puzzling Pod. Yes. So go do that, please. Uh, we need all of your guys' support, and it means the world to us. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode. I promise it will only get better from here, and we hope that you guys stay tuned for it to actually get better. I know. I'm so excited to see where this goes. I know. Very excited. I'm also mainly just excited to like be able to hang out with you once a week, like set in stone once a week. I know. With, no, with the guys not here? Yes. <laughs> Alex is actually on his way here. Is he? Yeah. He de- oh, he tried calling me. I forgot. No, I texted him. Yeah, he tried calling me um, 21 minutes ago, and I, I texted ignored him it. And I said, "Are you coming over? I'm making dinner." <laughs> He's like, "Dinner? Heck yeah, let's yeah. go." <laughs> so you have to help me with that. Great. Okay. That's okay. We can eat our wine slushies. Oh, yeah, I bought I bought us wine slushies, and we haven't eaten them yet. Okay, we're gonna do it. Yay! All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We love you. And we will see you next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.